Hey guys, Killstokes here. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about properly evaluating your trade, meaning something you need to do after you trade to see if you did everything right to see what you can do better. Also, for those of you out there who consider yourself not to be super smart, and you may have looked at that as being a reason that you can't be successful in trading, I'm going to tell you why it might be the exact opposite. And if you are one of those super smart traders, this is what you need to be aware of so you don't get yourself into trouble. We pushed off that channel. We got our relief. But guess what we didn't get? We didn't get the relief to the level that we thought. So this is one where you kind of feel good about yourself, but not fully good about yourself, right? You feel good because you we, we called the relief pattern. We made the right prediction. The market did what we thought we would do as far as the act. It gave relief. It just didn't give relief to the level that we thought we would, right? So you go back, you journal this, you write down, you give yourself credit for, you know, correct analysis with kind of directional bias and all that fun stuff. But write in your little note column, I was off with targets. And then what you do in your review process, right? You go back through this chart, delete all your stuff, and you ask yourself, was there anything you missed with targets, right? Was there anything you missed? Was there a psychological number that got in the way? Was there a hidden level of support and resistance that you didn't see? Was there something on the higher time frame that you overlooked? Was there a Fibonacci level that you didn't draw on, right? Now understand, it doesn't have to be one of those things, guys. It could be the market just didn't feel like going down there. Like that's the that's the funny thing. I, I did a, a post the other day where I spoke about, um, I, I made the comment that, I hope I don't offend anyone, right? Definitely not offending myself here. Super smart people tend to struggle in trading. Are any of you guys like super smart geniuses? Like you've never got lower than like a 99 on any exam or test. Anyone like that? Any weirdos out there? Anybody? Bob is like, ah, I did get that 98 once. So I guess, right? <laughs> he was like, I'm more on the lower end. 99 wrong is what I'm talking about. A bunch of dummies. Yeah. But seriously, so I, I say that like, here's the reason super smart people struggle. And, and this is the, for you dummies out there. This is going to give you hope, right? If I haven't already given you hope. <laughs> Grace has given you hope. The cool thing about being dummies is this. Dummies are so used to being wrong that we are used to figuring out how to be right. Let me know if that makes sense. So I talk about when I, I try to be handy, I try to be a man, right, around the house and do stuff every once in a while. And I end up making stuff worse. Then I got to go back and figure out how to fix it, right? But I get smarter that way because after I make something worse, I got to go learn how to fix it and I eventually get smarter. I, I figure things out. Or I do stuff like I do stuff without knowing how to do it, thinking I can do it myself. And then I mess up and then I got to get myself out of that situation, right? Like driving is a good example. I don't know if this is a man thing, but I always hear people complaining about us men doing it, how we don't like to ask for directions. And we're like, we're driving, you know, your, your, your partner's like, uh, do you know where you're going? You're like, yeah, yeah, I know where I'm going. <laughs> North. <laughs> yeah. And then you have no idea where you're going. Should we ask for directions? No, 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 no. I'll get there. I'll get there. Right. I do that a lot. But my thing is I only get lost once. Because once I get myself unlost, I've in my brain, I, I've figured out how to get to that place again. I'm good with like landmarks and stuff like that. So you see the same thing with school, the same thing with tests. You fail a test. You're like, oh, crap, I'm stupid. And then you 
you go back and you figure out what you messed up on and you get better, right? Trading is the same thing, right? This is why we evaluate, we journal, we we do all that stuff because, okay, something was off here. I predicted price was gonna go here, but it only went here. What did I do wrong? Oh man, there was a major level of structure there, duh, stupid, right? And we learn from it. Next time, do not ignore major level of structure, right? The, the issue with, so it's good to be dumb, right? <laughs> Title of podcast, why it's good to be dumb. Um, <laughs> the spokesperson for dummies out there. Are we allowed to say dummies? Am I going to get canceled for that too? I'm so scared of getting canceled for everything now. I don't know. But um, the hard part about being super smart is that when you're super smart, by, by super smart, I mean like people that are like, again, you've gotten like 99 on every test in your entire life, right? You never are wrong. And when you're never wrong, one thing you get is confidence, which is good. You have a confidence in, in knowing the right answer and knowing why you got the right answer and knowing how you got the right answer the initial way, which is a very good thing. But here are the two problems with it. One, because you're not used to being wrong, you don't have the skill of getting yourself out of trouble. So it's like when I get lost driving and I'm like, I'm lost, I have the confidence because I'm like, man, I get lost every week. I'll figure it out. I'll turn around. I'll find the McDonald's. Okay, McDonald's is on my left. I need to go to my right. I'm used to figuring it out. So I'm very confident in being lost. I'm very confident in messing, you know, putting a hole in the wall and be like, ah, got to fix it, right? But if it's your first time doing that, you don't have experience doing it, you're not as good at doing it. Does that make sense? Like if you've never gotten lost before, the first time you get lost, you're probably freaking out. Ann says, there's no sat navigation in space. And I'm a real man, Ann. I don't use no GPS. I use my feel and my, my sense of the universe and the stars. <laughs> As you hear in the background, turn right. I lick my finger, I put it in the air and I see which way the wind's blowing. I look at the birds, Ann. If they're flying, whatever direction they're flying in must be south because birds fly south for the winter. I look at what side of the tree moss is growing on. I don't exactly know what side of the tree boss is supposed to grow on, but if I go that way and, and I'm wrong, then I know it sh I should be going the other side of which it's growing. How dare you offend me like that, Ann? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real man. <laughs> is that what a man is supposed to be? <laughs> My wife's in the background, you ain't nothing. <laughs> But anyway, but you, you guys get the point, right? When when you when you struggle, whether it's with trading, whether it's with building something, writing a you know a project for an employer for you know a school, you get used to figuring it out. You you get you develop a skill. It's interesting. You develop a skill of finding solutions. But if you are never wrong, and again, it could be a good thing to never be wrong. But if you are never wrong, you never really develop that skill, and. The harder part, because you, you can, you, one can say, hey, I'll just go develop that skill. The harder part is when you're never wrong, you don't start to believe that you're wrong. And especially in something like the markets, because here's the thing in the markets, and you guys can all attest to this, right? In the markets, you can do everything right and still be wrong. Am I right? That's a lot of wrong rights there. But am I right? You can do everything exactly the right way. You can have the best trade setup in the world, and it just loses. 
And then you go back and look at the chart. Your kill says do the review. Look at a review. You're like, okay, was there any structure there I missed? No. Any psychological numbers? No. Fibs? No. Birds? No. Moss? No. Right? There's, there's nothing there. And you're like, scratch your head. You're like, there's nothing. There's no reason price shouldn't have gone to that level. Like, why didn't it go there? And the answer is simple. Because the market didn't feel like it. And the market doesn't care what your analysis says. And as a trader, we have to accept that. Does that make sense? We have to accept that, that the market just doesn't care about our intentions. It can care less about Bobby's breakout. Bobby's reading higher, high, higher close. This should break up. Market doesn't care about his rules. I'm going to do what I want. The thing is, as dummies, because we're so used to being wrong in life, it's a little bit easier for us to accept it and move on for those who are super, super, super smart, they tend to think that there has to be an answer for everything. We're like, I hate to say it, but like sometimes we'll just give up. Like sometimes we'll be like, ah, you know, I don't, whatever, I don't, I don't get it. It's whatever, move on. But the, the, the super, super, super smart individuals, because they're so good at finding answers and there must be an answer for everything. And, and, and then this is a gift and a curse because the same trait is what helps them become very successful. That trait that they will keep picking at something until they get the right answer which is a very good trait. But in trading specifically, you can pick at the market all you want and there sometimes just won't ever be an answer. And they don't know how to, they struggle with accepting that. And when they struggle with accepting that, they, pretend, they, they then tend to get stubborn and do what they want to do and not accept the reality because the reality doesn't necessarily make sense. But the truth is the market doesn't make sense. It's kind of like quantum physics. Not to get too, too much to a rabbit hole, but like anybody familiar with quantum physics? We know regular physics, right? Gravity and all that stuff, motion, right? You drop a bottle, gravity will make it fall to the ground, right? We're, we're, we're used to that in life, right? We're used to the basic laws of physics, right? If I throw a ball at something, that ball is going to keep going and it's going to hit the wall with force. And then opposite force will attract that ball back to me, right? The thing about quantum physics, and this is like, quantum physics is like microphysics and like a lot of stuff you see when they, when they space. The thing about quantum physics is that one, we can't comprehend quantum physics. So we have no explanation of why it actually happens. Like we look at atoms and stuff like that and they, they bounce from one place to another randomly. And we have no explanation because we can't comprehend it. Like we can't comprehend the universe. We can't comprehend black holes. We can't comprehend dark matter. Because it's one, we haven't grown up with it. We're not walking around like, hey, dark matter, how you doing, right? So it's not in our normal life. We can't really explain it. So we try our best, but you ask any, any scientists, sometimes they just have to say, hey, there's no explanation. I don't know why that black hole was there. I don't know why that one disappeared. I don't know why that one didn't spaghettify someone, but this one did. We don't know what's on the other side. You can have theories, but you just don't know. And, and trading is very similar. Now we have more information because we know it's, it moves off of emotions and reactions, but sometimes it just doesn't make sense. And that's okay. So parents, tell your kids to grow up dumb. They'll have much more success in the markets.
<laughs> Trade tier one trading does not endorse that message. All right. So anyway, hope you enjoyed the episode. This discussion comes from one of our live trading room sessions. The live trading room, both the New York and the London session, are both available as part of your risk-free trial over on our platform. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. Sign up for the 14-day risk-free trial membership. There's no commitment. There's no auto bill, anything like that. You just get 14 days on the platform to explore courses, hop in live sessions, and talk with a great community of traders before you get the boot. So check it out, www.tier1trading.com. See you over there.